Hi, this is Jovi. And this is Charlie. And you're listening to Bad, Bad Crime, Crime Stories. Stories. This is the weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink and take turns telling each other that keep what? The stories that keep us up at night. I have no fucking idea what I just said. Because you want to know what? I got distracted because when we were doing stories, right? My computer, a thing popped up and is like, are you playing music? And I'm like, I'm not playing music. I thought we were very musical today, Jovi. Oh, okay. I'll take it. Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Yes. Happy 2024. Can you believe it's 2020 fucking four? No. Mm -mm. No, not at all. Mm-mm. actually <laughs> yeah it's unreal agreed i don't get it i haven't had to write down the date yet so like i haven't like physically written it out yet but yeah that's okay i went to the doctor's office today so i made my appointment for next year already and she's like how about january 6th 2025 and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even using 2024 yet don't start talking about 2025 no. yeah well, 2025 sounds so far away. Like I know it's. It next sounds like year. the actual like future. It does. It's yes. so strange. Mm-hmm. It's so strange to me. Yeah. Because like yeah, 2024. Like when we went 2023 to 2024, I was like, oh, okay, you know, mm-hmm. next year. No, when 2025 is brought up, I'm like, oh my god, that's like a thousand yeah. years away. I, I don't know. know why. I know. I don't know what mechanism in my brain is like. Oh, that's not next mm-hmm. year. That's a hundred years away. Yeah. No, that's like some Jetson shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is legit. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know. Wow. Insane. Crazy. Super insane. Insanity. Well, as promised, our friends, guess what we're doing tonight? We are doing the 2023 Crazy Crimes Year in Review True Crime Woo-hoo! Headlines. So, so exciting. exciting. Yeah. It's Super we're going to blow your mind with ridiculous stories. I hope you guys are all ready for this shit. I don't think you are. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Nope. Not even a little bit. Nope. Mm -mm. I would like to mention real quick, though, like the biggest true crime news that's happening right now. The fact that Gypsy Rose Blanchard is like not in jail anymore. Yes. I am so excited about that. I'm Mm -hmm. so happy that she is out and Mm -hmm. not and she's able to live her life. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's so funny that um, there's already like paparazzi pictures of her buying sneakers or shoes Mm -hmm. it's like seriously i know seriously let let her live let like let her live for real and it was like it happened like the next day after she Mm -hmm. was released too yeah like come on yeah i think it's gonna be a little crazy for her for a while but it is very exciting that she is out of prison Mm -hmm. and living her life with her husband and uh her uh fun her social media is popping she's all over social media already so yes she is Good times. We get to keep up, uh, keep up with Gypsy. Yes, uh, I'd rather keep up with Gypsy than the Kardashians. That's for goddamn sure. I agree. No. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> That's just my honest opinion on that. Mm-hmm. I hear you. So. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, just like the last time that we did our TCH year in review, we are going to take turns telling each other the true crime headlines of the year so we're going yes. to each take a month until we round up all of 2023 with crazy crimes and silly criminals and all of that stuff so i actually yes. think i have the first one i am kicking it off with january of 2023 
Yes, you are. Yes. So uh, my first true crime headline of 2023 was published on January 4th. It is from theguardian.com. And the headline reads, Florida alleged burglars arrested after calling 911 for help moving belongings. What? What? Yeah. Yeah. So these two very, very smart burglars. Mm -hmm. Um, This happened in Kissimmee. So about, you know, right outside of Orlando, good old town. Mm-hmm. A Dollar General store was burglarized and multiple items were stolen, according to the Polk County Sheriff's Office. The deputies saw, so they get called to the Dollar General. Deputies review the tape. They see that there's uh, these suspects that took uh, items from the store. One of the suspects were recognized by the police. And then later that day, there was a emergency 911 call that came through. Nobody spoke on the call. So, of course, since nobody speaks on the call, the cops get dispatched to the location where the call comes from. So deputies arrive at the house and it was it was apparent that nobody lived there. So they find the officers find that there's an unsecured door. They go into the house to make sure everything is OK, that there's not somebody in there like, you know, causing a ruckus, getting hurt, whatever. Inside, they find the suspect that they recognized, um, a person named Martin Gonzalez Garcia. And they also find a woman whose name was Ashley's Roldan Ocasio, who was described as Gonzalez Garcia's girlfriend. Neither okay. of them had ties to the house. Gonzalez Garcia was arrested for the burgling of Dollar General. Okay. Roldan Ocasio was charged with burglary of an empty house. So then came the surprising admission from the girlfriend. She tells officers that the reason why she called 911 is because she wanted law enforcement to assist her and Martin with moving their belongings from the house and then getting a ride to the airport because they wanted to go to New York for the weekend. But the stuff that they wanted them to get out of the house was stuff that they were stealing from the house. I'm sorry. So wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. When did the police department become two guys in a truck? <laughs> like, legit. <laughs> legit. The U-Haul. I mean, did I miss something? Of, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so according to the sheriff's office, which I just do, I want to remind everybody, this is Polk County. And if anybody knows anything about Polk County, that's where Sheriff Grady Judd is from. And he's the one who talks mm-hmm. about like, stop murdering people, eat a moon pie. That's that guy mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. makes that, you know, made that crack. The quote from the sheriff sheriff's office is, quote, deputies did help them with their belongings and did give them a ride, but it wasn't to the airport. It was to the Polk Pokey. And they are welcome to stay here all weekend long. The Polk Pokey is much better than New York anyway. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People, you know, the stupidity of people never ceases to amaze me. No, same. So that was uh, kicking off our year in the Polk Pokey. What a way to kick off the year, Charlie. All right. So that was January. So let's let's get into this winter for February. This one's actually, I don't know if it's my favorite of the whole year, but it's definitely up there. <laughs> it's definitely up there because <clears throat> it had me rolling. Okay. This one is from 
the website b105country.com so i'm guessing b105 is a radio station and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, in minnesota minnesota if you will mm-hmm. sorry for minnesotians i i have to say minnesota like that because i feel like it's the law or something mm-hmm. but anyway the article is from february 13th of 2023 mm-hmm. and the headline reads eagle lake minnesota woman throws full chicken at boyfriend i love the fact that it's the day before thanksgiving too and she's like here's your fucking chicken asshole <laughs> yeah you mean uh valentine's day what i say you said thanksgiving i do that all the time thanksgiving and valentine's day i do that all the time <laughs> i meant valentine's day because it's not before thanksgiving <laughs> that is valentine's day I said it's the day before Valentine's Day. Happy Thanksgiving, right? Is that what I said? Right. Yeah. No, you I said know. you. <laughs> you know what? No, what? What? Depending on what way you look at it, it's either right after Thanksgiving or way before. Way before. That's true. That is true. That's true. <laughs> so, any hoosers, <laughs> here we go. According to the, according to Bring Me the News. A woman, 36 years old. Um, oh, I don't like the way this is worded. Hold on. Some of them, I'm not going to lie to you. I curated all of the articles for us this evening. Some of the articles were written a little weird. <clears throat> and like, I yeah. think the ones, specifically the ones that come from like radio stations, because it's just usually a DJ that's writing it. Yeah. Like talking, they don't have like yeah. editors or anything like that. So I think it's, you know, they just, whatever. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to. I'm going to reword this a little bit. All right. So the police report is stating that the 36-year-old woman um, was getting violent with her boyfriend on the way home from a bar. He was, She was spitting at him and just being nasty. Mm-hmm. Okay. So once they got back home, she used the, the whole chicken <laughs> as a weapon, hitting him in the back of the head. <laughs> Was it frozen? Does it say? It doesn't. It does not specify. But if it's frozen, how can he not have a concussion? Well, I was going to say because it matters. There's a big difference between hurling a frozen chicken at a person and a thawed chicken. It does. It does. <clears throat> I think it might have been thawed because, okay, this is the next part of it. This was not a chicken finger or a chicken nugget. This was an entire chicken. The grossest part, the boyfriend had, quote, chicken residue in his hair when the cops (laughs) got there, giving evidence to the fact that he was, in fact, hit with a chicken. (laughs) So I'm going to say, oh, God. (laughs) (sighs) Um. Uh, evidence of chicken matter sir (laughs) exactly uh it says uh according to fox 9 the incident happened at 7 30 that evening and the woman remained aggressive even when police arrived it doesn't say alcohol was a factor but mm, i mean they were coming home from a a bar she threw a whole fucking chicken (laughs) i'm gonna say she wasn't exactly in the best frame of mind correct correct yeah. Because there are no particular charges for hitting someone in the back of the head with a full chicken, the woman in question is being charged with misdemeanor domestic assault and obstructing the legal process. What a waste of a perfectly good chicken. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's, that's and that's definitely a party is, foul. 
<laughs> wow. Wow. And it has begun. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, wow. <laughs> but yes, that that is February. Gosh. Just getting started, friends. <laughs> Not Thanksgiving, the month of Valentine's Day. <laughs> no, no. If she had thrown a turkey, then it would be understandable, the the confusion, but... Correct, correct, but it was oh, a chicken. Oh, gosh. All right, moving <laughs> on. Uh, we are marching into March. My, uh, my March article was published on the 7th of last year. Uh, this comes from Mix 108, the Northland's number one hit music mix. Mm, okay <clears throat> can't get my throat clear okay and the headline reads viral video shows wisconsin car dealership employee appearing to urinate on a woman's id what yeah now this one actually like pissed me off pissed me off Ooh, weird choice of words <laughs> bad choice of words this one frustrated me and i felt really bad for the girl obviously okay is ew yeah okay so a, a Wisconsin woman named Leah Jefferson shared a story on her Facebook page about what she says happened to her when she went to a local car dealership to look at a vehicle. So she finds the car online. She goes into a dealership in Kenosha, Wisconsin. It's about 40 miles away from her home. And she sets up a date and time to meet with a salesperson so she can look at a 2004 Honda Civic. Okay. So her on the front go, she's given the keys. She has to give her ID as like collateral, right? For the car. Um, so she's given the keys for the test drive. <clears throat> she comes back about after 30 minutes in the test drive. She asks questions about the car, but says that the salespeople were unable to answer her question. And then they were just kind of like being assholes the whole entire time that her Aww. and the friend were there looking at the car. Um, she asked if they would budge on the price and they told her that it's tax return season and they don't need to negotiate prices. Drop it. Yeah. So Red she kind of like number two. Right. So she's like, fuck these guys. I'm out type of a thing. So she decides she doesn't want the car. She leaves. Once she left, she realizes, shit, I forgot my license back there. So she calls the salesperson that she was working with and offered to Venmo cash to the salesperson so they could mail it to her. Cause she's like 40 minutes away, pain in the ass to turn around and go all the way back. <clears throat> um, and he told her that he was out of the office. Wouldn't be back until Monday. Later that night, she's contacted by a person on Instagram who sent her a video that appears to show one of the employees at the dealership urinating on her driver's license. Oh, no. No, no, no. According to um, Kenosha police, they issue a statement that says KPD is aware of a disgusting act of disrespect towards a person's property, a video of which is being widely shared on social media. We've been in contact with the victim. We're working with that person in an investigation. Um, on a more positive note, Budget Motors of Wisconsin, I don't think that's the same dealership, heard about her experience and offered to gift her with a vehicle for free. Oh, wow. Which is very nice. But yeah, so basically nice. these assholes like posted a video where they peed on her driver's license, like posted it on their social media. And because it had her name, like you could see her driver's license clearly see. enough that people could see her yeah. name and somebody contacted her on her Instagram was like, yo, is this you? And they're peeing wow. on your license. So then she called the cops and this is what happened. What fucking idiots. And like so fucked because like why? For why? Yeah. 
Why? Because you thought that would be funny? To, oh, let me yeah, exactly. Like, how old exactly. are you? How old are you? <laughs> For real. And the way Ugh. that the article, I read another article about it because I wanted to get like kind of fill in the blanks a little bit more for me than anything else. Mm-hmm. It also seemed as though like the two dudes that she was dealing with there were brothers and owned the dealership. So it's not like they're like 18 year old sales kids that were stuck working on a Saturday and couldn't care. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like. I don't it know. shouldn't have been like that. If they Correct. owned the company. Oh, no. Yeah. So. Wow. Mm hmm. Wow. Well, she got a free car, so fuck that stupid people. <laughs> I mean, truly, who's the winner here, right? Exactly. I mean, hopefully she got a new I driver's hope... license, one without P. That's what I'm hoping. Sans, sans P. Sans piss. Sans piss. Piss, piss free. Pissless. <laughs> <laughs> no I don't know. I was going to uh, just, never mind. We're moving on. Uh, <laughs> I was going to try to continue, but it just, it's fine. It left. It's gone. Mm -hmm. All right. So my next one is for the month of April. This article is from USA Today. Uh, The article is actually from October 24th of 2023, though, but the the crime itself took place in April. So Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. counts for April. It does count. It does. It does. So this headline reads, Dime Heist. Four Philadelphia men charged after millions of dimes stolen from U.S. mint truck. Now, okay. Dimes. What are you going to do with that? Exactly. Exactly. And like, especially coin. They get heavy and stinky and your hands smell smell really bad bad just yeah. why yeah no but here's a here's a, a little fun known fact about me well little known fact about me i don't even know if you know this charlie when i was younger mm-hmm. when people would say mint truck i would think that it was a truck full of those mints that you get at the diner like those soft peppermint ones <laughs> oh, i nice. was like i want one of those but then i was told I it wasn't a whole was entire re- truck of mints re- re- <laughs> yes yes yeah. that's not it so no no i was a sad little jovi <laughs> so you know it's right. anyway anyway back to the story at hand <laughs> federal authorities unsealed charges against four men accused of seal- stealing over two million dimes two million dimes from a u.s mint tractor trailer truck in april so what just Four- over two hundred thousand dollars yes mm-hmm. yes um Four Philadelphia men face conspiracy, robbery, theft of government money, and other charges. According to court documents, the men, uh, Rakim Savage, I wonder if he's related to Randy Savage. Um, <laughs> that wasn't his real name. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Uh, Way to ruin the joke there, Charlie. Sorry. sorry. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Rakim, 25. Uh, Ronald Bird, 31, Hanif Palmer, 30, and Malik Palmer, 32, stole over $234,500 worth of dimes on April 13th. Shit. Prosecutors allege that the four men used bolt cutters to rob the unmarked tractor trailer that had 75 million dimes worth seventy. dollars 
$750,000 on it. The driver was on the way to Miami, but parked the trailer in a Walmart parking lot so that he could get some sleep, which truckers often do because sleep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Excuse me. The four men had been on a robbery spree when they came across the truck. It doesn't appear that they knew what was inside of it. Um, they weren't. They didn't know that there were right. a bajillion and six dimes inside. <laughs> <laughs> Some prosecutors also allege that the men were responsible for other robberies of freight trains passing through the same region. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the stolen goods include alcoholic beverages, frozen crab legs, shrimp, and meat. So, wow, they went from alcoholic bevies. And frozen seafood to a bajillion dimes. Well, that's, you know, stealing things like that, that's pretty shellfish, don't you think? Oh, my God. (laughs) 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 Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there, though. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When the driver returned to the truck in the morning, he found a trail of dimes. Uh, officials told ABC6... <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. Go ahead. The, oh, it's not, but the mental images, kind of. Um, officials told ABC6 at the time that the men appeared to try to load the dimes, which were on pallets, into smaller containers. Mm. Um, Philadelphia Police Captain John Ryan... Uh, commanding officer of the Northeast detectives told the inquirer at the time that surveillance footage showed the men in gray hoodies approaching the trailer in the middle of the night. After breaking in with box cutters, the men loaded the dimes into smaller bags and put them into another truck. So that's interesting. (laughs) And it just, um, there's a quote here. From a uh, Philadelphia police spokesperson, it says, if for some reason you have a lot of dimes at home, this is probably not the time to catch them. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> it's just funny, hmm. though, because then you could be the They'll one who stole the that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but you were the dime um, thief. Exactly. According to the court filings, the men deposited and exchanged several thousand dollars worth oh, of the stolen God. dimes. Uh, the day after the robbery, Malik Palmer allegedly sent a link to an online calculator that uses the weight of coins to estimate the cash value to Bird, who then sent it to the other two alleged robbers. <laughs> Which, not smart, because there's no. your digital trail. Correct. Like, hello. Ugh. Um, in the weeks that followed, the men then exchanged the dimes for cash at various Coinstar machines in Maryland or deposited them into bank accounts before withdrawing them as cash. Um, and the court wow. filings also only indicate that a small fraction of the stolen money was deposited or exchanged. It's unclear what happened to the rest of the over $200,000 stolen. Hmm. So, yeah, there's there's that. That's a, like all I can think of is if they put this all these coins, all these dimes in that truck, you know that bed of that truck had to have sagged a little bit because you oh, know yeah. that shit has to be heavy. Oh, it's heavy as hell, yeah. Ugh. But dimes, really? Dimes. dimes. You could at least go steal quarters. Like, There's at a certain quarters, point, you, you like... bang for your buck. Exactly. Like, at one point, you, like, open the back of the truck and you're like, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. 
Let's go right. back to crab legs. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> no, we'll we'll skip we'll skip on the dime. We're skipping this one. We're skipping yeah. this one because that's a little yeah. nutty. And man, la- laundering coin—that's got to be noisy. Oh my god! You know? Like when you have coin change in your pocket. Uh, yep. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> that anyway, was a well, I'll I'll work on my puns for your next next time you go. Okay. Awesome. So awesome. we are heading into May. This uh, mm-hmm. article was published May sixteenth, two thousand twenty-three. This is from usatoday.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Good. Uh, Colorado DUI suspect tried to switch seats with his dog during a traffic stop. 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 Yeah. Stop. <laughs> oh god okay in an effort to avoid arrest during a traffic stop over the weekend a colorado man behind the wheel swapped places with a dog in his passenger seat it did not work you think yeah it's not like i mean was his dog scooby-doo and they he he dressed him up like a uh, hamburgers exactly (laughs) fuck oh my god that's one of my favorite movies Um, Melvin do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Police. The first one is so good. The second one's fine. The first one is so fucking funny. Ramburgers. Okay. Uh, Police in Spring Hill. Wow. Sorry. Police in Springfield, a town of about 1300 people in southeastern part of the state, said an officer pulled the man over for speeding Saturday night and watched him maneuvering inside the car before eventually getting out on the passenger side. The male party showed clear signs of intoxication, an officer with the Springfield Police Department wrote in a Facebook post about the incident. Police said the man claimed he was not driving, and when asked about his alcohol consumption, he ran. (laughs) He made it about 20 yards before he was taken into custody. Um, Police say they also learned the man, a local resident, was driving from Los Animas to Pueblo and got lost in Springfield. The driver was taken to a hospital to be checked out, then arrested on suspicion of charges, including speeding, driving under the influence of alcohol, as well as additional uh, warrants. (laughs) This is my favorite. Okay. Quote, the dog was given to an acquaintance of the driver to take care of while the party was in jail. Police wrote in the post, quote, the dog does not face any charges and was let go with just a warning. (laughs) it sounds like that guy had a rough night oh my god i'd uh, make it (laughs) no (laughs) Uh, let go of that with a warning that's fucking funny that's amazing Mm -hmm. you know it's funny because the mental like the mental picture that i had in my head when you're like (laughs) and then he took off running when they asked him about uh, his drinking or whatever, <laughs> <it's> funny. <laughs> oh God, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I appreciate that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Excuse me. This is now. We're now in June, right? In June. Yes. Excuse me. My apologies. Uh, apparently, I can't stop yawning for some <laughs> reason because that's me today. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so this article for our June headline is from Fox23.com. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. article, 
dot com. Yeah, the article yeah. was posted on June sixteenth of twenty twenty three, and the headline reads: "Quick Trip Clerk Asks Friend to Rob the Store So He Could Quote Go Home Early." Uh, and now I'm guessing that Quick Trip is kind of like a 7-Eleven Quick Check kind of like convenience yep. store thing. Mm-hmm. All right, so this happened uh Tulsa, Oklahoma. And it's so funny because the first line of this article is anything to get out of work. Dot dot dot. <laughs> it perfectly sums up this whole situation. Mhm. Okay, so the Tulsa Police Department says a quick trip robbery near 61st and Lewis was an inside job. They also continue to say that a QT clerk, uh, Esaias Jones, asked a friend to rob the store he worked at so he could go home early. Um, Officers responded June 5th to the robbery. At the time, Jones said a man walked in, handed him a note that said, give me all all of your money or I will shoot you, and he complied. That quote-unquote victim later turned into a suspect after investigators arrested the man they say robbed the store, Stephen Jones. They say Stephen confessed to the robber and said his friend, uh, Aliyah Locke, set it up after Asias messaged her asking if the store could be robbed so that he could go home early from his shift. Um, Locke was arrested the day after Stephen on June 9th for an outstanding warrant. Police say she confessed as well and showed them the text messages from um, Asias. I keep thinking I'm saying his name differently and I apologize. Mm. Um, she, she added that Asias paid her after the robbery. A police report shows that she was given an electronic payment of $160. Yeah, that that's worth it. That was her payment. <laughs> that's worth it. Oh, yeah. Now so. you're going to jail. <laughs> how about that? Mm-hmm. That's not even enough money to bail your ass out. No. Now, fast forward to a little more than a week after the crime, and Isaiah found himself under arrest June 14th. Police say he confesses well, saying he asked Locke to find someone to rob the store because he was tired and wanted to go home. Um, Stephen Jones was charged with conspiracy to commit embezzlement and for having a gun after a former conviction. Uh, Isaias was arrested for embezzlement and conspiracy, conspiracy to commit a felony. Uh, Locke was arrested on an outstanding warrant for being in possession of a stolen car she could also face charges for embezzlement. So all this to say, wow. don't rob a store your friend is working at because they want to go home. Because they want to go home early. It- like, was it worth it? Was it worth the couple mm-hmm. of hours that you got to leave? And honestly, and also, are you really leaving early? Because right. you have to call the cops. The cops have to come. You have to talk to the yep. police. You're probably not leaving early. No. If anything, you're probably going to stay there later because you have to do all the interviews and there's going to be paperwork and blah, 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 blah. Yep. Wow. That's just a hot mess. That's just that a, a hot, hot mess. mess. Hot mess express. Stupid June. That was June. That was June. That was June. Well, we're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So my July story also was published later. It was published in August, but it, the crimes happened in July. Okay. This is from CBS News. Um, mm-hmm. was published on August 4th. 
Uh, and the headline reads, man arrested for allegedly entering women's homes and rubbing their feet as they slept. Oh, God. Yeah. So this man was arrested in Nevada for allegedly entering two homes in the middle of the night and rubbing the feet of two women as they slept. <laughs> I oh, hate God. It. I hate it. Ooh. The suspect, identified as Mark Anthony Gonzalez, is also suspected of committing similar offenses in the past. It was like a serial oh, foot rubber. Oh, God. Uh, no. No, yeah. no, 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 no. This made me laugh. I don't know why. Between July 1st and July 3rd. Well, it only happened twice. So I'm guessing it was on the 1st and the 3rd. Right. But okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. But okay. Between July 1st and 3rd, Gonzalez allegedly entered two different condos in State Line, Nevada through unlocked screen doors in the early morning hours. Lock your door, ladies. You're fucking real. And wear shoes to bed. He's accused yes. of standing at the foot of the two women's beds and rubbing their feet. In each case, the women woke up, confronted the suspect, and he fled the scene. Police were able to identify him through forensic techniques. Grody. Oh, God. Um, he was arrested on August 1st at his residence in Atwater, California, about three hours away from Douglas County, Nevada. He's known to law enforcement in Merced County, uh, California, and suspected of numerous offenses there, including... Theft of a woman's shoes, trespassing, and sexual self-gratification during some of the alleged incidents. Stop it. So apparently, Feet Finder wasn't doing it for him. He had to do it in person. Feet Finder, huh? yes. Wick Wiki Feet. Mm -hmm. Wiki Feet? <laughs> was not helping him at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, God. I'm not one to yuck anyone's yum, but when it starts to affect other people like that, I'm yucking your yum, sir. Yeah. Keep that shit contained. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. That just, that gives me the heebie-jeebies. Like, feet don't bother me, but, like, that does. Right. Feet don't bother me either. And But I also don't like when people touch my feet. Like, in, Fair. only if I'm getting, like, a pedicure. Like, if I'm intentionally yeah. having a person touch my feet, that's different. But, like, I don't right. like people, like, tickly or poking. Mm, makes me nope. uncomfortable. And the word, nope. uh, stranger sneaking into my house while i'm sleeping doing it is sometimes worse. even worse that's traumatizing and i bet you from now on those women lock their doors windows everything just saying just saying yeah just saying okay so now we are on to august mm -hmm. and my next one is from the new york post mm. And this was published on August 23rd of 2023. 2023. 2023. And the headline reads, Million Dollar Fraudster Found on Dating App While Running from the Cops. <laughs> okay. He's he's not br very bright. Not bright. No, not bright. Not at all. Wanted man Wayne Parker successfully evaded authorities for nearly a year after committing a million dollars in fraud. But then the farmer from Suffolk, England, signed up for a dating app. You almost mm. got away with it, dude. <laughs> like You were actively why? getting away with it. Legit. You just ruined it. You just ruined it by signing up for a dating app, uh, for Match.com. Um wow. Wow. Yeah, he created a profile on Match.com. 
The 35-year-old scammer was found guilty last October of owing a whopping $970,000 to suppliers. He had failed to... Uh, he had failed. He had failed. He failed. He, he had failed to appear in court in February for sentencing and was being hunted by police to no avail until he decided to start looking for love. Wow. Yeah. Um sir he had he had been hiring cars in a bid it is believed to avoid detection by the police mm. uh that was okay. a quote which makes sense i mean mm-hmm. that way he had no car attached to him mm-hmm. uh mr parker has repeatedly said he would return to suffolk to face the consequences of his actions, but so far he has failed to do so, said Graham Crisp, head of Suffolk Trading Standards. Your last name, Crisp. Um, right? I'm kind of jealous. Which That's means kind of awesome. potato chips in England. So his name is yes, like does. John Potato Chip. What was his first I name? I love it. Um, I said John. Graham. Was- it was Graham. Graham. Graham Potato Chip. Right? It's a good I, I name. I dig that. I dig Graham, that. Graham Crisp. My name is Graham, Graham, Crisp. Graham Crisp. Love it. Um, the Frisky Farmer. I love that, by the way. The yeah. Frisky Farmer uh, was previously mm. prosecuted for posing a serious risk of spreading bovine tuberculosis. Ew. Which is fucking scary. Uh, he had failed to dispose of farmed animal remains. He, he failed to dispose of them appropriately and was found to be moving, quote, large quantities of cattle without following the proper process, as Dude. well as not keeping adequate records of the cattle. So Dude. gross. Ew. Fucking gross. In February 2020, Parker was handed a 12-week jail sentence and an 18-month suspension from doing business. He was also ordered to pay a $155 victim surcharge along with cost to Suffolk training, trading standards. So that's the end of the article. But, like, honestly... So he was just, like, all thing, fucked up. All fucked up. Hmm. And, like, he looks kind of like... Like, look at... <laughs> Cows. Like, <laughs> cows. Cows. Um, oh, so if you're cows. Go- cattle. <laughs> cattle. If cattle. you're going cattle. to if you're going to be a fraud and like steal steal steal. Wow, why can't I talk millions of dollars? Don't sign up for match.com if people are actively looking for you. Yeah, like go meet somebody organically at a bar or something. Like I don't think you need to get technology involved there. It, it's sir. it's not a bar. Risky it's a pub. farmer. It's a pub. pub. It's a pub. Graham Crisp. I wonder if he's friends with Graham Crisp. I'm going to say probably not because probably not. Graham is law enforcement. Yeah, probably not. So, yeah. But, Graham. yeah, Graham th- there's that winner for August. Good times. Mm-hmm. Mine is from September. I labeled it for September, but I have no date on my article. It just says it oh. was published four months ago, which was September. So Okay, so we'll go with that. Sure. This is from KSNT.com, which, again, is a local news station in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, an alleged drunk driver. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me read the headline. Please. Quote, dumb. <laughs> alleged drunk driver accidentally calls cop on himself after highway scare. 911 reveals. Ugh. 
So an alleged drunk driver was arrested earlier this year in Nebraska for accidentally calling police to report his own dumb behavior. A new video from Lancaster County Sheriff's Office shows the driver dialed 911 in March. Oh, OK, well, I guess it's kind of a March story, but whatever. Um, <laughs> It happened. They arrested him in October. So we're using it as October. That's fine. That's fine. Um, Or September. September. Right. You just did August. September. OK, so this is September. Yes. <laughs> Let's just pretend. We we have this together, guys. We really let's, do. Let's pretend. Okay. It was late last night. I'm just pulling these articles. Um, okay. So the driver dialed 911 in an earlier time during the year while driving along US 77 in Lancaster County. And he could be heard telling the 911 operator, quote, I'm on Highway 77 going north. And then someone's on the wrong side of the road. He told the op- operator, quote, he had his brights on, man. He almost ran me off the road. The driver added. The man repeated his claim, insisting that the truck was traveling south on the northbound side of the highway. He also says, quote, that was gnarly. That was like a lot. (laughs) Okay. So footage released by Lancaster County Sheriff's Department shows a deputy attempting to catch up to the driver following the 911 call. They conduct a traffic traffic cop. No. He is a traffic cop. They conduct a traffic stop. And the deputy asked if the driver knows why he's being pulled over. And he's like, yeah, because I was on the wrong side of the road. I must have missed an exit. Later, the deputy asks him if he's the same motorist who called to report a truck going southbound on the northbound lane. He said, quote, yeah, because I thought somebody was on the wrong side of the fucking road, bro. The driver confessed. The deputy said, quote, turns out it was you. And the driver responded, quote, yeah, like a dumb fuck. My, you know, at least he's not denying it. At least yeah. he's agreeing. Yes. Um. Now he was. Uh, they took a blood alcohol um test. He was over twice the legal limit. So that's no bueno. Hate that shit. No bueno. Stop drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. No one was hurt. Thank mm-hmm. goodness. Um. Which could have been God. bad. Obviously, he's driving the wrong side on a highway. Like hello. Um. The representative for the office was not immediately available to provide additional details of the driver's arrest. Um, additional deputies will be on patrol the Labor Day weekend. So that's good. <laughs> it's September, right? I mean, We're in September thank now, God. So, yes. yes, we are in September. So that happened. That what happened. a dumb fuck. I mean... A self-admitted dumb fuck. I mean, hey, at least he knows it, right? Like a dumb fuck. Uh-huh. Like a dumb fuck. That's amazing. Amazing. <sighs> I wonder if that's what he would have said if he wasn't drunk. Seriously. No, probably not. Probably he probably not. would have blamed it on somebody. Okay, so now we are in October, mm-hmm. and this article is also from the New York Post. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my next one's from the New York Post. Look at that. Mm. Mm. This article was published on October 25th, and the headline reads, Driver Busted for Driving an HOV Lane with Scary Clown Dummy in Passenger Seat. What an idiot. Like, uh, just no, just no. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know the HOV, drive- just for our listeners who don't know, mm-hmm. uh, we do have some listeners in the UK, so they might not know. HOV Lane is okay. like a carpool lane. So you mm-hmm. can only drive in the HOV slash carpool lane if you have more than one person in the car with you. So he Correct. obviously put the dummy in the car. So it appeared as though he had a second person in his car who was apparently Correct. Like a scary, scary clown, which, okay, fine. <laughs> like, I mean, it granted this did happen in October. So, you know, spooky yeah. Halloween, whatever. He's in costume. But, yeah. 
Like, come on. Just come on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the article goes on to say, a lone driver was caught and treated to a scary ticket after using a creepy clown dummy as his passenger in the high-occupancy vehicle lane in Washington State. That's what HOV stands, HOV stands for, mm-hmm. just in case you wanted to know. Mm-hmm. Washington State Patrol Trooper Rick Johnson public information officer for the Washington State Patrol <laughs> District 2 said that That's in an fake name. Expo- Hi, my name what? is Rick Johnson. That's like what? something a person makes up. No. <laughs> What's your name? Rick, Rick Johnson? Johnson? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. That's dumb. Go ahead. That's okay. When you said his name. It's okay. <sighs> um, He said in an X post, I guess X being Twitter, because yeah that's name, the right? new name okay. for twitter yeah, yeah yeah dumb okay that the driver was in the hov lanes on interstate 405 in renton when a trooper noticed an unusual occupant in the passenger seat after pulling over the creative driver johnson confirmed that the passenger was a spooky clown dummy <laughs> the creepy clown <laughs> the creepy and it is like clowns don't usually bother me but when i saw the picture it is fucking scary Real creepy yeah yeah, the creepy clown featured flaming red hair and a red foam nose. Uh, the officer said that while he loved the spooky vibe, inflatable inflatables don't count for a legitimate HOV passenger. Correct. <laughs> Correct. What's more frightening is how the use of a dummy added more money to the infraction. Mm-hmm. The exact price of this particular ticket is unknown, but according to the Washington State Department of Transportation, first-time HOV violators receive a fine of $186. Mm. If that same driver receives another HOV violation within a two-year period, that ticket increases to $336. However... Anyone who uses a doll or dummy in the car will automatically have $200 added to the ticket. Dang. So they don't fuck around. No, they don't fuck around. In Washington, don't go in the HOV lanes unless you, you have legit have actual other people in the vehicle. breathing human being with you in the car. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there's that one. And like, look at that. Like, look at that. That's terrible. Oh, yeah. No, that's creepy. There's no need for that. That's scary. None. Yeah, don't like that. None. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. so there's that there's uh october's winner <laughs> winner winner we use that term lo- loosely um very loosely okay the next article is for november it was published on november 22nd 2023 from the mm-hmm. new york post as well and the Ooh. headline reads carjacking suspect trapped in porta potty by golfer following police chase so okay. this is in Wisconsin, which we're nice. doing a lot like Northwest, like we Midwest, are. Northern Midwest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some Nebraska we had today. We had Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A carjacking suspect in Wisconsin found himself in a crappy situation last week when a <laughs> quick thinking bystander tipped over a porta potty where he was hiding, trapping him inside until cops arrived. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. It's the oh. worst. It's it the, the worst. worst. Just get and arrested. Like, like you just just hearing the words porta potty, I could smell it. Barf. <sighs> Barfola. <laughs> the suspect was one of four people wanted in connection to a stolen vehicle. 
I just touched something. Hold on. Do that again. What? I touched what? the link in the article that took me to the local article. So I'm going to just continue. Okay. Uh, the suspect was, was one of four people wanted in connection to a stolen vehicle and hit and run quack. Crash, quack, 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 uh, hit and run crash on Interstate 43 last Wednesday, according to local police. The wild police chase began when an officer spotted a Dodge Durango, which had been reportedly reported stolen from Plymouth, Minnesota, Minnesota, on Port Washington Road around 1140 a.m. When the cop approached the SUV, driver sped off. A different officer further down the road put on put down tire deflation devices on the roadway, which caused the Durango to swerve into opposite lane to avoid striking a car head on. Hit and run. Blah. Yeah. Uh, the Durango ricocheted off the other car, crashed into a third vehicle, and then oh, sped through shit. a grassy median before striking a traffic barrier on the shoulder of I-43. So he was like well, a fucking menace. Wow. The doors of the stolen SUV then fly open as four people dash across several lanes of traffic scattering in different locations. One of the suspects was intercepted by a police officer on the scene while another two ran west onto nearby Lincoln Park golf course. One of the pair on the golf course ran into the woods alongside its grassy lawns while the other beeline for a bright orange porta potty. Wow. <laughs> two golfers watched the scene unfold. Um... Alyssa Boland and William or Adam Westermeyer said they saw one suspect go inside the Johnny on the spot and a police vehicle fly by. We we're looking at each other like, are you serious? That's where he's going to hide. <laughs> Westermeyer same. approached the Porter John. Same. Exactly. Westermeyer approached the Porter John, found the door locked. He then decided to tip it over. So its door was against the ground, effectively trapping oh. the suspect oh. inside. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my god god. (laughs) man he said after pushing the toilet over and walking away oh my god Uh, he told police he's or uh he told the local news that he hoped to buy cops some time um when we realized they were being chased and the kid was in the porta potty we tried to tell the police officer Blah, blah blah blah. He went off to chase the other one, and I made a rash decision. Go push the potty, porta potty down. Blah, blah blah blah. Hold on. Um, it gets funny. Hold on. It gets funnier. I'm tipped it. I love this. Adam tipped it over, and we heard the sloshing from the porta potty. It was literally a crappy situation. <laughs> uh, uh. Suspects start shouting, "Let me out!" Three cops surround the porta john with their guns drawn. One of the officers rolls the porta potty over. As the liquid sloshes and the suspect yells out, uh, an officer instructs him, crawl out, dude, and don't do anything stupid. <laughs> and he says, quote, bro, I got shit on me, bro. Oh, my God. Uh, and then mm-mm. they arrest him. Mm-mm. Yep. So oh, they arrested better... the two. They arrested the two that ran onto the golf course, one in the shitter and then one in the woods. The other two suspects remain at large. Good and nobody Lord. was hurt in the hit and runs. Well, thank God. Thank yeah. God nobody was hurt in those. But yeah. Oh God, that must have been such a smelly ride to the Ugh. police station. Ugh. Oh God. Oh. Ugh. I got shit on me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the Ugh. dumbass that hit in a porta potty. Like for, for fuck, real. Bro. For real. God. Uh, it has gross. to be at least a minor chance you're gonna get shit on you when you get into a porta potty. Yes greater yes. than zero every the chance of every single time you walk into a port john you're gonna get shit on you is greater than zero every single time yes 
Yes, that Ugh. is a thousand percent accurate. Wow. Okay. So to round up the year, uh, the article for December is from KansasCity.com. It was published on December 6th, and the headline reads, Woman shoplifts from Walmart as 75 officers are there for a shop with a cop, police say. This oh, made me giggle. Ma'am. This made me giggle. It's just a poor <laughs> a choice. Woman, it's ridiculous mm -hmm. a woman was caught shoplifting from walmart as dozens of police officers were there for shop with a for a shop with a cop event michigan authorities say uh the event at walmart in genoa township on saturday december 2nd was held to give children the opportunity to shop for themselves and family which is so super sweet mm -hmm. by the way mm -hmm. um at Walmart, they are given money to spend on anything on their Christmas wish list and have their pitch pictures taken with Santa, which is adorable. Mm -hmm. um, also, each child is paired with a local police officer and paraded to Walmart with lights and sirens blaring. Cute. Love this. Mm -hmm. But a 62-year-old woman from Hazlitt thought it was an opportune time to steal from the store. She obviously did not get very far. No. no. <laughs> Troopers said the woman stole over $727 worth of merchandise as 75 officers were present. Girl. One of the... I know. I know. And, like, I'm sorry. You know they were in their cop uniforms. Like, that's the whole point of it. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. are, are you blind? It gets, it gets better. Um... One of the troopers was notified by staff members about the shoplifting in progress, and the trooper tracked the woman into the parking lot. Quote, ironically, the suspect had parked her vehicle next to all the patrol vehicles of the police officers participating in the event. End quote. Ma'am. You saw the cop cars outside. You, you Like, I don't, I don't understand what in her brain was like, oh, I'm going to steal anyway. I don't know. The woman was arrested and placed in the Livingston County Jail, according to state police, and charges were not announced. So, yeah, there's there's that one. She was a winner. Oh, ma'am. Yeah. Not smart. Yeah. yeah. Not smart. You know, because nothing says it's a good day for shoplifting like 75 cops in Walmart. Just, just saying. Hmm, I wonder you what know. all these cop cars are doing here. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> they won't catch me. They're too busy. Yep. Unreal. Like, just these 12 headlines that we did today just go to show that there are some real winners out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Some real-ass winners. Well, that was fun. <laughs> that, that was, was our uh, 2023... <laughs> Spooky true crime headline year review. So much fun. A yes, lot of laughs. We, we do this in memory of Edgar the Environmental Eagle. We do. Last we year's do. mascot of the true crime headline year in review. Yes. He's always in our heart. Always in our hearts. Always. All right. Well, guys, we hope that you enjoyed this very special episode of true crime of true crime headlines. Mm -hmm. Um, our year in review. 
We are uh, wishing you a very happy, happy new year. We will be with you next week with a brand new episode of Bed Crime Stories. Thank yes. you so much for hanging out with us for all these years because it's been years now. Years. Uh, that you've been hanging out with us and we really do appreciate all of that. Um, make sure that you find us on social media. You can get us on Instagram at Bed Crime Stories. If you have any story suggestions or you just want to say hi, you can either shoot us a DM on Instagram or you can send us an email, bedcrimestoriespod at gmail.com. Um, like, rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you are listening to Bad Crime Stories. Make sure that you tell a friend. Um, as all always, friends. Ask you, all of your friends, every single one of your friends. All of them. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, we are asking you to please be kind. Be the Band-Aid. Please, please, please. Um, And I guess, you know what? We'll see you all next week. But until then, sweet dreams. Our theme song is the song Industrial Music Box by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by backslash 3.0.